Welcome to the Victorian Parent Council VPC Parent Podcast Series. VPC is a registered charity organisation dedicated to everyone who support parents in educating their children. I'm Jackie Vanderbilt, your host today. Today I'm going to be speaking with Wendy Eaves. Wendy has extensive experience as an educator and has worked across a variety of educational settings and sectors. She has developed and presented workshops for teachers and parents focused on the early years of schooling and specifically on the topic of transition to school. And it's a great pleasure to have her with us today. And welcome, Wendy. Thanks, Jackie. Good to be here. Lovely to have you back again. Um, we've got, um, so this is our last session um, talking about a transition to school. And uh, you've already highlighted um, in previous conversations some important things uh, that uh, children really need to um, really need to have under their belt, but also two things that parents really need to work on and think about in helping their children to a successful start to schooling. Um, and the first one is around building confidence. So, what can parents do to build confidence uh, in their children? The first thing they can do, Jackie, is to believe in your child's capabilities. I think if you believe in your child they will believe in themselves. So it's around that aspect of um, giving them jobs to do, uh, encouraging them to be independent and to do things for themselves and then praising them when they actually do those, those jobs that you've given them. So if they can set the table at night, if they can put their belongings away, if they might be able to make their bed within a fashion um, by themselves. It's it's just giving them those little tasks and then praising them for the fact that they've done them and that you're so proud of them for having done that. It's about um, just building that natural confidence that they may have. Some children might need a little bit more prodding in that area than others, but it's... It just comes from the fact that you believe in them. I mean, it's a personality trait to a certain extent, confidence, but I think with our um, belief in them, it can actually build and, and it's modelled to them by the way that we are within ourselves as well as parents. If, if we are confident people, the children tend to be that way as well. I think um, it's interesting you're saying that. When I... Um when my, my children, my children are grown up now, uh, but when they were younger, it, sometimes it was just easier for me, I felt it was just easier for me to jump in and tie the shoelace, yeah. pack the bag and, you know, because I was sort of thinking <laughs> where I needed to be rather than being present in the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and it meant then that I was sort of taking away those opportunities for my children to, to learn those skills at the time. And I think every parent in in the universe would probably relate to that, Jackie. We've probably all done that. Um, I know I certainly did with my four girls. But, yes, yeah, sometimes we have to just stand back and let the children do things for themselves mm. um, and, and provide them with the opportunities to show that they're capable. It's amazing um, when we watch them how capable they really are. That's right, yeah, and that that was that that always surprised me. It's actually quite liberating too when you, when as a parent, when you realise, hey, they can do that themselves. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> finally, 
tick. But we make <laughs> ourselves we make ourselves redundant, and really that's the plan. But sometimes we. Um, <laughs> oh, I know. I'd like to be a little bit more redundant, even with adults. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> What about encouraging independence? And this is, the, I suppose, in a lot of ways, this is a little bit fraught because, you know, when we've all got stories of a golden age when we were children where we were allowed to sort of roam around in the streets and don't, don't couldn't take our bikes outside of the street but be back before dark and, you know, um, it was kind of free-range free range childhood to a certain extent. But uh, I, I see I see less of that and I was less of like that as a parent myself. So how do we marry all of this up and try and get, you know, still be protective, which we want to be, but also fostering independence? Well, independence to me feeds in a little bit to the confidence thing. Like if the children are independent, that means they're given jobs, they are encouraged to do things by themselves they do become confident. So they, there's a little bit of a feedback in within those two concepts, I think. But it's giving them jobs that we think they're capable of doing, um, such as, as I said, you know, um, setting the table or cleaning their room or certainly looking after their own belongings because when they go to school, they are going to have to look after their school bags, their lunch boxes, and all of those things that are actually going to... Uh, it'll be incumbent on them to actually look after. So encouraging that right from the very beginning, ensuring that your children can open their lunch boxes by themselves, can open the um, drink bottles or whatever it is that they may be taking. You've got to ensure that they are actually capable of doing them um, and helping them and encouraging them to build up those skills prior to them starting school. Um, giving them those little tasks. Uh, and, and the other aspect is to encourage that they can toilet themselves independently because, again, that's something they're going to have to do when they go to school. So it's, it's ensuring that they're able to do all of those things on their own um, and not being able to do it, to carry their own bag. I've seen parents not only carry the children's bag into school but carry the child into school or carry... So it's about acknowledging within ourselves, I think, that our baby, even though they're still going to be our baby, is not a baby and that we have to actually, for their sake, encourage them to do lots of things for themselves because this is a new phase of their life. And sometimes it can be confronting to us as parents to actually acknowledge that they are going to move on and be there without without us being right there to to fend for them whole time so. um what about resilience wendy resilience is just so important it's their ability to be able to cope with life's up and downs and and i do fret a little bit about this aspect for some children um, these days it's about getting them to be able to cope when things don't necessarily go their way all the time. It's helping them to develop skills and strategies to deal with life's challenges. Um, again, it gets back to modelling all of those skills with them. How do we go and introduce ourselves to make friends? What do I do if somebody says they don't want to be my friend? How can I... Um, 
come back from things that don't necessarily go my way. Again, it's, it's it, providing them with strategies and encouraging them to be able to um, confront the situations that are not necessarily the way they like them. So they're going to have to learn how to lose games. And they may be up until now we've let them win any of the games that we've played with them. But now it's about learning how to deal with not winning all the time how to deal with uh, somebody that might say something I don't like, provide them with strategies, talk them through it, um, give them ideas of what they could do and how to confront those situations. I suppose too this is kind of where we might see the development of what we now call disparagingly the uh, helicopter parent or the <laughs> uh, bulldozer parent the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's lawnmower parent and then bulldozer parent. I'm thinking, oh, this is this is getting this is getting a lot worse than we ever imagined. But it is that you know, if we're not able to, if, as parents, we've got to really encourage this, you know, resilience and being able to solve their own problems. I mean, all all of those points are linked. You know, we talked about confidence, independence, and our interest. They are all interlinked. But um, you know, we. We're really, really setting our, our children up for an unpleasant experience if they're always expecting us to, uh, or we always jump in <laughs> to solve the problems for them, yeah? As parents, we do. We don't like to see our child suffer, and, and I think every parent would relate to that. Lots of us want to go and clear the forest ahead of the child so they don't have to deal with hardships. But in the long term, that doesn't do our child any good at all. So we're actually better in the long term to actually give them strategies to deal with these situations rather than run around and clear the forest so they don't have to deal or, or confront any situations that are not, un, are not pleasant for them. You know, the, the children need to be able to pick themselves up, dust themselves off and move on. And I suppose um, really that comes from modelling that ourselves. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it all so much of this all comes back to modelling and parent attitudes. It's uh, it's about how the parents approach life is going to be the blueprint really for how the children will um, deal with these situations. So, so, park, so put the lawnmower away, park the bulldozer, and don't worry about the helicopter. And like park the helicopter. That's right. Thank you to our guest speaker. We hope you enjoyed today's topic. Want to know more about this podcast and other VPC podcasts? Please visit the VPC website, vicparentscouncil.vic.edu.au and leave a review. We would also welcome you to contact us if you would like to be our guest or if you have a topic around parenting and education. Thank you to Melbourne singer Emma Sydney for her permission to use her soundtrack, Cherish. Until next time, thank you for listening.